This is Joseph James, creator of Purpose Through Pain. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Straza with The Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the creator of Purpose Through Pain, Joseph James. Joseph gets into why you don't want to drain yourself in the process. You have to make sure that those people around you are hungry. Joseph talks about why you want to seek out the people that can help you when it comes to actually running a business. And Joseph ends it with, if you thought about a business, stop procrastinating on what you think you want to happen and just go do it. Take action. Check it out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do this, we have got the creator of the podcast, Purpose Through Pain, Joseph James. Joseph, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Brian. I greatly appreciate it. I'm very honored to be able to be here as a guest on your show. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. Super stoked. And hey, real quick, I want you to head on over. He had uh, an amazing guest recently. I don't know if the episode is aired yet, but it, uh, coincidentally, it happened to be me. Uh, Purpose Through Pain podcast. You can find it on any podcasting platform that you listen to. But hey, Joseph, when the listeners realize the value that you're bringing today and they want to reach out and learn more, work with you, or just have a conversation with you, where is the best place for them to connect with you? Absolutely, Brandon. Your your uh, episode has already aired on Purpose Through Pain, and so it's already live. It uh, launched this past Monday. But guys, you can reach out to me at Meet Joseph James on Instagram. It's the best way to reach at me. I answer everything myself, so don't hesitate. And it'll be in the show notes below. If you're driving down the road, we don't want you actually looking for that or writing it down. So it will be in the show notes below. Hey, I was, you know, one of the other things I like to start out with. So they're like, hey, this episode is for me. Not that there isn't something that you're going to give in there that uh, wouldn't be for, for, you know, a multitude of people. But if I had to say in 20 seconds or less, what's your superpower? My superpower is being able to help people from a place of vulnerability and realize vulnerability is actually a place of healing, not just sharing what they've gone through, but being able to share for their only healing experience as well as for other people. And so I, I want, this is, this is my personal self saying this. Okay. I know Joseph can do this. Why? When you go check out his podcast, when you go, you know, reach out to him, he has a very personal story of what he has gone through. I'm not going to go into the details. Maybe we'll get into that through some of the questions today, but you have real life experience and there, there is no trade-off for real life experience. It's not textbook experience. You lived it. Yeah. You went through it and, and, and you're, you're, you're helping other people. So I, I know I'm being a little vague. Maybe we'll touch on that depending on the questions, but Go over to the podcast, people. I'm telling you, you listen to this podcast. I'm telling you, go listen to Joseph's. So, all right, man, love the superpower. And uh, let's uh, let's rock and roll. You know, our ability to learn and have access to people, it's changed in the last, you know, 10 years or so. Uh, wow. When you and I were younger, textbooks, teachers, coworkers, friends, family, the people around us, library. <laughs> literal sliver of what's possible. Now, yeah. Joseph and I, so, you know, to be completely transparent, just got back from an amazing mastermind in Costa Rica. 
hosted by Travis Chapel, where we got to use the Success Finder platform. We didn't get to use all of the gas and engine behind it, but you know, that's how he and I know each other. So how has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like what you said, you know, we used to go to libraries, ask people for advice or ask people how to do things. You know, that mindset is gone. Now it's like, if you don't know something, Google it, YouTube it, you know, and everything right now is at our fingertips. Everything. If we want to learn how to change an engine in a car, we can YouTube it. If we want to learn how to create a podcast, we can YouTube it. So there's no excuse whatsoever to be able to find something to be able to do and do it. There should be no excuse anyways, because everything is at our fingertips. We growing up had to search out for everything. We had to ask, you know, over and over and over. What about this? How do you do this? How do you? And it was a lot by trial and error. You know, how did you learn how to, you know, change an oil in a car? You got oil spilled all over you. <laughs> That's how you learned. Yeah. You know, how did you learn how to fix a flat tire? You got stranded on the side of the road. And then you're like, oh, I guess I got to figure this out now, you know? And, but to, in today's age, you know, we got connected through somebody that I met on a social media platform, our friend Travis. Okay. And then because of what you created, the success finder, we, we, connected that way. And then of course we end up all meeting up in Costa Rica for a mastermind. So technology itself is what brought us all together, all in different parts of the world. You're in Texas, Travis is in um, Vegas. I'm in New Orleans. Otherwise we would have never met. Yeah. If you go fly to Arizona, Joseph is not there. That's it's, right. It's, it's an inside <laughs> mistake that I made for some reason on that. Yeah, here's the thing, you know, that I love and 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 we'll say dislike, not hate, with with social media and how we used to learn. You know, we had to go seek it out. Yeah. We were taught intent. We had to have intent if we had a question. We had to go search it out. And today, one of the things that I noticed, and and this is this isn't in any domain, but let's let's go with the coaching mastermind. You know, self you know yeah. self education space. We make ourselves, personally, I think we make ourselves too available. You can reach me over on Slack, instant messenger, text, you know, all these different places that are creating noise. But a lot of the stuff, when we have a question, my favorite one is, and I'll have to find the link, you know, or like you send them a link and it shows you that it types out, go Google it. Yeah. We have access, but with all the access that we've gotten, we're just, we've become a little lazy and yeah. how we go search for things. How do you create something and what you're doing? Okay. So Joseph is, he's the true meaning of an entrepreneur. And anyone that's listened to this, they've heard me talk about entrepreneur. It took me a long time, even though I was one, because it's such a u- loosely used term. Joseph has multiple companies. You heard me right. Multiple companies that he runs, he oversees, and that he's worked on for a longer period of time than most people. How do you create intent so people just can't constantly be pulling at your strings and saying, Joseph, I need, I need, I need, when you give them that roadmap to success? How do you teach them to go Google it? Yeah. So, you know, ultimately I'm using social media to my advantage where, okay, so for one of my businesses is dog training. Okay. And, you know, people will contact me as like, Hey, I want to, I want to learn. Hey, I've got this about my dog. You know, I immediately like go to YouTube. I'll answer their question. I'm not like standoffish, but I'll answer what they they need. But if it goes beyond just a simple question, I'm like, hey, I can provide you more information here. If you go here and now I'm pointing them in different directions. So I'm using social media and technology to my advantage. Because if you think about it, go back in our day when we needed to research something, we went to the library, right? We had to go, yeah. Microfish. 
Right. I was going to say microfish. You know, we had to move all the different stuff around and we may pick up 10 different books and get a little piece out of this book and a little piece out of this book and a little piece out of this book to formulate a paper. Okay. Now I can go, I have the availability to be like, okay, I can type in dog training on YouTube and I'll get a million different videos. Well, now I got to filter through still which one is the best, but what it does for me is I can still take a little bit from this person and a little bit from this person, a little bit from this person, and then combine to what I like, you know? So ultimately when people are coming to me, whether it's for firearms and self-defense or whether it's for dog training or whether it's for podcasting, you know, or even just the business itself is I will give them bits and pieces. But the thing about the, the key to this is I can't drain myself. I can't be drained. Okay. In that process. But I can give you enough. What I call is I give you enough to wet your tongue, but I need to make you hungry. I need yeah. to make you hungry to come to me because ultimately as an entrepreneur, what do I want? I want people to spend money in my, on my product. I give you something because here's the thing. Gary Vaynerchuk says this. Okay. He says, everybody wants to talk about charging for all their content, right? But then nobody comes to them. He says his books, he makes no money off of books. He gives them away constantly, constantly just YouTube this and Instagram that and, you know, Facebook this and book and book and book. He says, I'm winning the micro world so I can later win the bigger one. The bigger one is his stages, the speaking events, you know, and now because we have technology, think about this. If I needed to learn how to fix something in my car, like on the engine, all right? And I don't have the money, but yet I have YouTube, okay? I don't have three or $4,000, but I'm mechanically inclined. And I go to YouTube and I learn how to, you know, change something in my vehicle. If I like that individual, I like the way they talk. I like how the video looks in terms of, is it clear? You know, is it, do I have an understanding of what he's saying? Or is he talking like he's a scientist and I'm just like, uh, okay. Exactly. So if he does that and I like it and it works for me, what do I naturally do? I tend to go back to him repeatedly over and over and over. Let's just say he happens to be in my backyard. Okay. He's in my hometown. And I'm like, man, this is something that I cannot conquer myself. This is beyond my expertise. Who do we naturally gravitate to? We gravitate to the person that we feel that invested in us. This guy, even though he doesn't know me, invested in me by his video that was free, that I was able to find good and helpful information and get success out of. So I want to give an actual item right there that you just made me really realize this. Okay, let's say mechanic. Let's any domain, mechanic, coach, teacher, wherever it is, and you're looking to get more people create videos, make sure that you tag it for that central area. So it's more likely to pop up when Joseph's looking for that car part. Okay. That's just a, that's a placeholder, everyone, just so you know, but when Joseph is in the domain of, you know, needing to fix his car, what do you, what do you think people are going to do? They're going to search. And if you're in the backyard, because you've tagged it properly, boom, there you go. Yeah. I love it. You just gave us something actionable and we're just at the beginning of this. So that is uh, amazing. And, you know, I absolutely expected that. So you know, we're talking about the ways we can take in information more than ever before. YouTube University, online courses, mentors, masterminds, accountability buddies, lots of ways to learn. Libraries still exist too, if you want to, you know, absolutely. I can't wait. We've got a new library down the road that's being built and I'm going to take my son there because I want him to see what that's like. Who are you currently learning from and how did you find them? Ooh, so a couple people in a couple different genres of things. Okay. Because, you know, Let's just talk about business, the dog training business. I had the aspect of a couple things. 
I had the aspect of learning skills when it comes to obtainable schools, skills when it comes to training dogs. Okay. Then I have skills or uh, things that I need in terms of training staff, hiring, okay, leadership development, dealing with when you deal, when you have your own staff, you're dealing with all their problems. So people's like, how many staff do you have? I'm like, how many children do I have? I have like 10 of them, you know, because I'm getting all their emotional problems too. So as a, as a coach, as a leader, as a mentor, I need to know how to handle those things. Because when one of the young ladies comes in and she's mad and I'm like, hold on, why are you taking this out on the rest of your staff, your team members? I know it's nothing personal with them. It's what she's going on at home. She's fighting with the boyfriend or the husband. And then she, you know, kicked the dog out the door and then, you know, ran over her kid's bike. And then it's just stuck in traffic and she's 15 minutes late. Everything trickles down. And so for me, I've got to be able to filter those things. So some of the people that I'm learning from is, you know, when it comes to the different aspects is, you know, Grant Cardone is, is one person that I do a lot of learning from when it comes to the business, the sales, sales training, because that was an area that we lacked in. Okay. You know, then I've got my, he's not known. Okay. Nobody will know who he is if you Google him, but he's my office manager and business partner's husband. His niche is restaurants. Okay. He starts restaurants, helps rebuild restaurants, things like that, can design stuff. But he is a business wizard. He really is. And when I started my dog training business, I had been training their dog. I was telling him about some frustrations that I have. And he's like, Joseph, why don't you just start your business? He's like, you're good at training dogs. And I'm like, I don't know how. He's like, well, if you do the work, I'll help you. You know, I credit him for my success. But he's like, Joseph, you're the one that did all the work. He's like, I just chimed in here and there. So it happened to be him. You know, and then when it comes to, you know, I've got to, I've got to get, you know, leadership development within me because that's still part of my business, you know? So I get things from like people like John Maxwell, you know, people like yourself and listening to your podcast, you know, our good friend that we met out there in Costa Rica, Jeremy uh, Heritor, you know, about being the best optimal self. I just recently went to some RIM therapeutic training. This is for me, but then also learning how to be able to handle other people in situations so I'm, I personally break down all the different aspects of my business. And then I just go out and start seeking out people. If it's motivation that I need, I'll seek out some, it's motivational. If it's, you know, sales within the business, I'll, I'll, I'll seek out somebody that does sales. If it's hiring, I'll go seek out somebody that's hiring. If it's social media management, I got to go seek out somebody that does social media management or marketing. Yeah. You know? And so here's a nugget bucket that I, I don't, I don't want to let this one go. Ahead. So many entrepreneurs, so many people that want to get in business, sometimes they just create a job because they can't handle authority. Right. But here's the thing. When you were creating your business, you realized your strengths and your weaknesses, and you went and sought out someone. So I've had more conversations last month with successful six and seven figure entrepreneurs, coaches, masterminds, different things like that. And the tax word keeps coming up. Yeah, because they didn't know how to run a business. They didn't get the proper CPA advice. You sought it out, which helped give you the fast pass to go to the front of the line. So when you decide that you're going to go into business, don't just go at it alone. Seek the people around you. Seek, seek help, seek helpful people more than people that want to be right. And that's probably, I've got to imagine that was a huge jump for you. It was because, because here's the thing. When I first started my dog training business is I sought after everybody that can teach me about training dogs. Okay. I went to this one and this one, this, this type of training and this type of training, and I was getting really good. And then 
I started growing and more money started coming in. I'm like, okay, now that I know really good about training dogs, I need to learn another aspect, how to run a business, how to manage money, how to hire, how to fire, how to deal with conflict within the business, how to create protocols. And so over the, you know, and I was in business for a good three years of just making money before I got to the point I'm like, okay, I really now have to know and understand I've got to go beyond my own skill level, just figuring things out and really learn. But what that did is when I really started to seek out how to grow the business and every aspect within the business, I took it from a six figure. And I'm talking about like 250, 200, 300,000 to seven figures like that. Yeah. The you quantum know? leap. It was a huge quantum Because leap. you knew where you're at. You knew where you wanted to go and you didn't zigzag and you found the people to help you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't do it alone. You, you're, you're, you're foolish if you think you can, because even if you say, okay, I'm going to do six figures or if I'm only, I'm going to do seven figures. Great. But there's somebody out there that can take you from seven to nine. So yeah. stop trying to do it on your own when there's more that you can do, yep. you know, because seven to seven to eight is a huge number. Seven figures to 800 to eight figures is huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking, but if I can hit seven and I did it through online training or through coaching and I'm like, man, I, I really want to go to eight now, but that's a humongous jump. Six to seven is not all that bad, but seven to eight can be, can, can really take some work. You know, yeah. that's when you really got to dig deep and be like, okay, I'm going to spend, you know, six figures, <laughs> six figures to get the nine. Cause that's yeah. what it's going to take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It no doesn't come for free. No, it doesn't. But you've got to make that sacrifice and realize and, and humble yourself to be like, okay, I, I got myself in business to a certain place. And then I'm like, if I want to grow anymore, I have to surrender my own ego and I have to seek out. Yeah. Wow. That you sound so a couple of weeks ago was with some partners on the West Coast, trying to think what coast that was on. Yeah. And I sat there and I said, Hey, listen, the decision that I made pre you, you, you know, this team, you know, this partnership. Okay, my ego is not in the way. I I, I want to open this door for you to come and say, hey, you went this way. We need to pivot because we're in early stages. We need to go this way. So taking that ego out, that's who you want to surround yourself with. Like that's why you reach out to Joseph. That's why you reach out to work with people like that because it's not about ego. It's about being helpful. Yeah. It's about it being leading with the the give mentality. You know, there continues to be a really big boom in self-education. Oh yeah. And, and as, as we go down that path, the one thing that I've noticed is, is like, there's not just an easy way to say like, Hey, who should I, you know, how to Google to look for this type of a coach, this type of a mentor, this type of a thing. What, what resources did you use? And no, this is not a plug for the success finder. I know, no, yeah. But, but the idea behind it is, is like, you know, why has it been so difficult? Have you ever gone into a program or anything? And you're like, yeah, it was it was not as advertised. They were better marketers than not. And how did you navigate that? Because to me, that can be a mental and a financial blow that some people just can't come back from. Yeah, Before yeah. I was able to actually realize this world of coaching and masterminds and mentorship, I built a foundation. So if I did take a misstep, it wasn't like I was stepping in a pothole. Yeah. So how, how do you navigate those waters to know that it's going to be okay? You know, that can be tough and it can be different for everyone. But, you know, the, the thing about business is you're going to fail. You're going to make a bad decision. You're going to make a wrong decision. And at times it's going to cost you. Okay. Accept that reality. Accept it. Okay. You're going to make an investment with somebody that's going to burn you. 
you're going to invest in yourself. Like what you said, they were great at marketing. And I went there and it's just like, oh man, that was a letdown. And I just wasted eight grand doing it. Okay. Now, for example, I went to, I went to, I won't mention their name. I went to a major seminar, it cost me 10 grand for the seat. Okay. And the individual is an amazing individual, but what happened is it was information overload with, for me, I was able to get, it was speaker after speaker after speaker, and it was them get up on stage. And believe me, the content was amazing, no doubt. But for me as a learner, I'm more like what you're about to put on is I get somebody that speaks and then I get somebody that helps me with the hands-on because I am a kinesthetic learner. Okay. I cannot sit there and listen to somebody just want, 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 want. I can, I can get aspects of it. I can take notes. I am not the type of person that can read a book and be like, okay, I got it. Let me go build the next shuttle going to freaking Mars. Not happening with me. Okay. You know, um, that's why a lot of my professions are all hands-on stuff, dogs, guns, things like that. You know? So you've got to, you know, when it comes to searching out, if you've made I wouldn't say made the mistake, but if you went down the road where you spent money and it didn't, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up about what you didn't know, okay? Just change the way you seek out information for the future, okay? There are a lot of seminars that you can go spend three, four, five, six, seven hundred, or even $2,000 that have multiple speakers. I like going to stuff that do have multiple speakers, okay? But then I also started researching, what are these people doing? Is it something that I'm only going to really connect with one out of those five or six, or can I connect with two or three out of the five or six? Okay. I went to a couple of um, smaller seminars that had Grant Cardone, it had JT Fox, it had Tony Robbins, it had um, Joseph McClendon, it had some other people. And all of them were very valuable information. When I first heard Grant, he was talking about real estate. It didn't connect with me. I wasn't in real estate. Okay. However, the next time I heard him, he was talking about sales. And I'm like, I need that. That's what I need. Okay. Um, the first time I ever heard Tony Robbins, this is so funny. The first time I ever heard Tony Robbins was on Facebook. And I'm like, man, I can't get past that raspy voice, you know? And I'm like, who is this cat? He must be really good at marketing. That's the first thing that thought in my head. Now, this was two years ago, man. This was 2018 ish. Okay. End of 2018. In 2019, my, when my wife passed away, okay, my brother sent me a link. He said, Joseph, he says, we got to go to this business seminar. It's going to be really, really great. Here's the guy. And I'm like, well, who is he? He's like, Tony Robbins. I said, no, not going to do it, man. He just started his stuff. He's like, just listen to it. And I trust my brother. Okay. And so I listened to him. Like, oh my God, I need this. Okay. Now what happened is I sought out some other events that Tony was going to be at that wasn't going to be as cost effective. Right. And he was at a smaller event in Atlanta, Georgia. And I said to myself, I'm sitting in Canada, okay, doing a business evaluation for another dog training company. I listened to the video my brother sent me. And I said these words right here. I'm going to speak on stage with Tony one day. Spoke it out. Okay. Now, this is a guy that just and 10 minutes later in the conversation, I'm like, yeah, I'm not listening. I'm not going to any of stuff. I listened to the video and I'm like, man, this is really good. Okay. And I said, I'm going to speak on stage. Now, this was March of 2019, a month and a half after my wife passed away, okay? In June, I was in Atlanta with my brother, and we're walking over to the convention center where Tony and Grant and JT Fox, a couple of these other guys were going to be speaking. And I said to my brother, I said, Michael, mark my words, I'm going to speak on stage with Tony. Needless did I know that seven hours later, I was speaking on stage with Tony. I was called up out of when he was doing one of his exercises. And for seven minutes, I got to speak to 7,000 people and blew the place away. 
Okay. So now was I there for JT or for Grant or for Joseph? No, I wasn't at all. I was there for one person for, I wanted to hear Tony, you know, those other people became added benefits. And I'm like, Oh, I like what that person says. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not crazy about that one, but you know, let me keep it in my toolbox. Okay. There's a lot of great people out there that you may not connect with at that moment in time, but it doesn't mean what they said or what they do is a waste of time. We think that when we go to a seminar and we've all done this, we get disappointed. Oh man, it's just not what I wanted. That's okay. Because here's why I guarantee you at some point in your life, you're going to go back and reflect on that knowledge. It just may not be right now. So don't beat yourself up about, I didn't get anything out of it. That's okay. But you got seed sown because you got to sow seed. You got to water it or tool the ground, water it and let what hit it sunshine. You got to have all those ingredients or else you won't have growth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to throw one out there because you're yeah. listing some amazing people and what it is. So I have not listened to it because it just got came in the mail today. But one of my uh, partners and uh, I would say mentors, he said, hey, listen, he said, you got a CD player. I'm like, uh, I think in my car, you know, my, my car is like six years old. Why for, do I have a six-year-old car? Because it's no yeah, it, CD it, player. <laughs> yeah. And and and, and he's, I went to Amazon, you know, and ordered it. Jim Rohn. Oh my God. Sampler, the best thing you'll ever listen to in your life. America's leading authority on success. And hey, I've got a company called the success finder. So, you know, success is kind of important, but you need to define what success is to you. Success to me is not the same as success as it is to Joseph, as it is to, to, you know, someone walking down the street, but we define it because that's who we are. That's, that's what we do right there. So amazing. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. You know, when someone chooses to invest in themselves, to me, that is the biggest investment, the best investment you can do better than the stock market, better than the housing market, better than crypto. Why do I say that? I'm in all of those, but why do I say it is because I can't control those literally can't control them. What I can do is I can control the actions that I choose to take, the people I choose to surround myself with. And so that's why I look at investing in myself is the biggest investment right there. 100%. What should people expect when they enter Joseph James reality and work with you? Yeah, so that's good. Ooh, that's a good question. You know, the thing about it is for me, I grew up in a place where I had a limiting belief system, okay? I was never good enough at what I did. I should have done better. I could have done better. It's not that I wasn't good enough, but the way my dad expressed it. An A minus was not good enough because I should have got an A plus, okay? But when you're beating somebody down saying that's not good enough, when it may have been good enough for them at that moment, then not trying has the same level because I I got the same punishment with an A minus as I did a D and an F. So it drove me to the point of, I don't care anymore. Okay. So what I'm doing with, you know, me coaching and my podcast is I'm taking people and they're not just investing in themselves, but they're also investing in somebody that's investing back into them. Exactly. It's a mutual thing. It's a kinship. It's a relationship. I built my dog training business to seven figures based off of relationships, not advertising, not marketing, not paying a whole bunch of Google ads by relationship. I became the official, unofficial, whatever you want to call it, dog trainer for the New Orleans Saints, based solely based off of relationships. I'm, that was it. And I'm going to that was what was sitting in my mind. And when, when he's saying that, I know this for a fact because of something that recently, unfortunately, happened. Literally, the official slash unofficial dog trainer for the New Orleans Saints, not the Arizona Cardinals. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I built that. And it's so funny because I built that. And here's the value of the relationship. The gentleman that I talked about earlier that said, Joseph, why don't you start your own business? He's the one that made the connection with the first Saints player, which made the next one, which made the next one, which made the next one. His wife, the gentleman that owns a restaurant or runs a restaurant, is my business partner. Okay. So the value of one relationship, never underplay what you can learn from somebody. Never underplay, you know, what uh, the value you bring to the table, but then also the value other people can bring. And so when people connect with me and me taking them through coaching or helping them, it's not just a content of this is a manuscript that you're going to follow. And this is, this is life-changing things. This is taking your mentality of, I dealt with rejection. I dealt with abandonment. I dealt with neglect. I dealt with seeking approval from people, anybody and everybody in my life. Okay. To areas of where I hated people. I hated my dad, you know, losing my dad and my wife all in the same month, you know, having family members tell me you'll never make it as a dad, or you won't be a good dad, or, you know, you need to just go ahead and, you know, worry about looking at finding, you know, a home for the kids and things like that. I had family say that stuff to me and it was way more than me listening to a motivational tape or a motivational CD. Okay. It was me having to live the experience and learn from my experience in it. Okay. And so I'm not, here's, here's my biggest understanding from somebody right here. And this is where people fail to search out other people because of this right here. If you come to me and say, Hey, Joseph, I'm having thoughts about X, Y, Z. If I haven't experienced it, I'm not going to sit there and tell you how to try to get through it. I'm not going to sit there and try to lead you down the yellow brick road. Be like, yeah, man, this is the thing to do because it may not work for you. But what I am going to say, hey, listen, this is what I went through. This is where I feel I can help you with. I don't know that I can take you there. You can't, you can't lead places. You can't lead people in places you've never been yourself. If somebody calls me up and say, hey, Joseph, I want you to teach me how to, how to make eight figures. I'm like, I'm not there yet, brother, but I'll point you in the direction that somebody can because I'm learning from them too. You know, That's where people get discouraged, Brandon, about going to people that are looking for coaching, whether it's in business, whether it's in life whether it's in relationships, is they're trying to take them through places that that person's never been before. Yeah. That's the marketers. That's the marketers out marketing the result leaders, not the, yeah. not the, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a thought leader. I get it. I know it's still a popular term and I kind of poke at it. I want a result leader over a thought leader. I want an activator over motivator. Yes. Do I like to get motivated sometimes? Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. But I need someone to activate you. I love it when, when people hit me up, it's like, oh, we can help grow your Instagram to 50,000 followers. The first thing I do is go look at their Instagram. If they ain't got 50,000 followers or plus, you know, and it's so funny because I'm yet not to find one. It's got like 50 followers. I'm like, and I'll, I'll call them out. I'm like, hey, you're trying to teach me something. Oh, that that's our sister company. No, I want to see proof in the pudding. Yeah. Even when it's come to my podcasting stuff, I'm like, you want to edit my podcast? I want to see what you can do. You edit one of mine. Oh, no, well, we don't do it. Well, okay, sorry. I'm yeah. not going to work. I want to see the proof. I'm, I'm going to take I'm it a step further. Just because someone has 50,000 followers, and that's just a placeholder. Yeah. But it's, oh, yeah. it's a one. See how many active <laughs> followers <laughs> those people are. What I mean is, yeah. is like if they're posting something. Okay, and again, you know, I'm not a huge social person. But if they're post, like how many people are actually engaging yeah. with them? Or did they yeah. pay for those 50,000? I'll get off my high horse on that one. Uh, and a good number for that is about 10%. Yep. If 10% of the, the likes or the followers are not engaging, it's it's probably paid for. It's yep. not legit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? 
All right. We got a few questions as we, as we get closer to the end here. Um, you know, I'd love for you to share a story of success. Um, if you have to use, you know, we, we appreciate anonymity, meaning, you know, hey, you can't use exact people's names, but uh, someone came to you. This is where they were at. They're looking to get their clarity, which is, you know, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to go. Here are the domain, you know, here are the tools that I need to get there. What was the outcome because they came to you and wanted to work with you? So I'm going to, I'm going to put it in a little different twist on that. Okay. This is life. Okay. This is life in general, because we all go through pain, right? We all go through trauma. We all go through things, whether it's a failed business transaction, whether it's growing up in a wrong lifestyle, uh, abusive relationship, marriage, because everything affects everything, right? Okay. Women's brains, (laughs) everything is connected. Okay. If the dog dies at home, it affects the mood with her kids, whether she wants to cook dinner that night, whether she's going to go over to the mother-in-law's house and bring her flowers and make her dinner, whether the car is going to run properly, that everything's connected to everything. Men is not. We compartmentalize everything. If the dog dies, the rest of the day isn't bothered. Okay. All right. Because the dog has nothing to do with the car, has nothing to do with dinner, has nothing to do with all these other things. Okay. But here's where I'm getting at is when my wife was diagnosed with cancer, okay, I took it to social media and I didn't know what I was doing. I only used Facebook Live at the time. I really didn't know how to use Instagram or wasn't big into it. But I began to share our story. I wasn't looking for coaching clients. I wasn't looking for uh, acknowledgement or approval. I was simply using it as a method to communicate to people uh, that loved us, okay, and people that supported us. And instead of calling person after person after person, give them update after update, I took it to social media live, right? And I was just simply being my true self. People knew that I was running a business. People knew that I had three children, okay? Uh, One was an infant, as in like just born, was six weeks old when we found out my wife was diagnosed, okay? And, um, you know, I am traveling, doing speaking engagements. I am, um, you know... Um, building content, creating businesses, things like that. Okay. And in the midst of this, okay, a lot of people measure success in how much money they make, or can they, you know, create a franchise and then it's carried on from there. Okay. I look at success in terms of, can I reduplicate who I am as an individual? Can I touch the lives of people through who I am, where people are thinking almost like catching the vision? Okay. We think about this like as parents. Okay. You're a podcaster. You're also a businessman. Okay. So when I first started doing all my training with dogs, I was doing video after video after video, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. One of the greatest things I ever heard that was a success for me is my own son at the time. He was six. He's like, dad, I want to start a YouTube channel just like you. And I'm like, I started to cry. And I'm like, that right there, he's saying that because I'm a model, I'm a mentor, I am a picture that he sees and wants, okay? And he wanted to model after that. You know you're doing something right when your kid says, I wanna be just like you, dad, okay? But what happened was when I began to share what was going on in our family and with, through my kids, me, my wife, things like that through this journey, is the success of everything, so to say. It was very hard when my wife died, but 
this is where the success where I measured success in this moment. And it's been the most life touching more than any ever business transaction I've ever done. Okay. When I would have people privately message me that I did not know and said, Joseph, I have been struggling for years. My husband and I have been struggling for years with our marriage. We're on the brink of divorce, but we have been listening together to your story about you and your wife. And it's healed our marriage. I had people message me and says, my son was addicted to drugs. And by listening to you share your faith, I was never preaching at people. I just shared what I was going through, Brandon. And the love you have for your kids, the love you have for your family has been completely off drugs, drug-free, living a great life, you know, getting their, their life back on track. That was success. And it was success in the midst of the hardest journey of my life, man, because I didn't want it. I didn't ask for my wife to have cancer. I didn't ask for her to die. I, I didn't at all. The dream for us was, is, hey, we just had our third kid, you know, and we're going to, we're going to, they're going to grow up and we get to see our kids graduate college and go on and, you know, live a wealthy life and support mom and dad. Isn't that what we all want as parents, you know, but all that came to an abrupt halt, man, it changed our life. And all I was doing with people is just saying, you know what, man, no matter what you're going through, somebody else is going through it also. And I'm just sharing who I am and I'm letting you know my struggles, but no matter what your struggles are out there, man, somebody's there to help you. Somebody's there to encourage you. And that's all I was doing. And when people started coming to me, Brandon saying man, our here, our, our marriage is healed and my son is off drugs or man, my son watches this while overseas. You know, I had a guy that I didn't know and this became a mentor to me in the dog training world. The first time I met him was right after my wife passed away. And this is what he said to me. He said, Joseph, he says, I, would, I didn't know you. We only knew each other through Facebook, never had talked, okay? We were just mutual friends, right? And he says, I would watch your videos. He says, and I would cry and I would cry and I would cry. He said, I would watch them over and over. He said, then I would go home. I would apologize to my wife. He says, and we'd make the greatest love in the world. And he says, and then we'd carry on. He says, but you saved my marriage, by your display of the love for your wife. Yeah. And the reason why that's success for me, and I know that doesn't really have anything to do with business itself, but the reason why that's my biggest success to me is when my wife passed away, I had watched this video about six months. She was about three or four months into her chemotherapy. And I watched this video and it says this, Brandon, you can apply this to any area in life. It was a pastor preaching. And he said this, he says, in the book of Hebrews, it says, it's, I think it's chapter four, verses 15. He says, for we have not a high priest who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. And what he was saying was, is no matter what happens in life, we can't touch people unless we feel it first. You can't touch what you cannot feel. I don't know. I can't sit there and say, man, I know what it's like to go through bankruptcy. I've never been through it. I watched my parents file and go through. It was very horrible for them. Okay. I don't know what it's like to go through a divorce because I've never been through one, but I know what it's like to grow up in a rejection home, an abusive home, uh, physically, mentally abusive, watching my mom die when I wished it was my dad. My dad then later dying, my best friend only be preceded by my wife dying 22 days later. I know what it's like to suffer through pain and agony and hurt all while running a business, all while wanting to give up. And when I, I watched that video again, the night that she was passing away, she was hours from it. And when I read, when I heard that, and he says, you can't touch what you cannot feel. I knew right then and there that we were going through that stuff. We were going through that whole journey. She was passing away, 
for me. It was for me to touch people. It was for me to reach out to people, not the other way around. I thought it was her. You're going through this because, you know? And so that's why when I come into a business aspect, when I come into, you know, being successful, my success is not measured on whether or not I can build a seven figure or eight figure business. It's the lives of people that I can touch and the lives of people that they choose to change because I can't change anybody. But through inspiration, through my story, through my coaching, they can choose to change. That's been my biggest success, brother. Man, I, I love how you went down that path with us right there. And it wasn't what I expected. We talked a little bit in the beginning. I said, I didn't know if we'd get in this area, in this domain, but we did. A um, lot of emotions going through. If they're going through me, they're going through anyone listening to this. I know they're going through you right now. And you found out that people wanted you to be helpful more than right. You were helping them through your story. And, and you made a comment in there that you're like, hey, this might not have anything to do with business. It absolutely does. Because if your home and your personal and your internal life isn't yeah. right, or it's unbalanced, you know, or, or, or it's something, your business life's not going to be there either. There's, it's, it's like a triangle. It's, it's a symbiotic relationship. So, man, that was, uh, that was intense. Um, I knew some of the story. Um, you know, I knew quite a bit of it, but when you, when you rehear it, it's just you and I right now, you know, yeah. now the listeners, they aren't able to, to, to comment on this at this exact moment. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right. You know, I think in times of prosperity, uh, we, the wins, they come easier, yeah. but I think ingenuity and why I, I know this now, especially after what you just talked about ingenuity and creativity come when we feel the squeeze or we feel the pain. Yes. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? <laughs> um, ooh. So, of course, the podcast has just been launched. We're 29 episodes into it, and we have some really great plans that's coming up to uh, not only continue really uh, building this big, okay? It had a little slow start, but that's okay because in the midst of things, you just constantly do like your GPS, right? When you miss a turn, what does it do? It just reroutes you, okay? Well, we have some really good plans about some marketing and about really growing the brand and launching our coaching content, okay? That's going to help people that whether it's suffering through business, whether it's suffering through life itself, we all have gone through hell. I call it hell in the hallway. We've all walked that hell, that, that, that hallway where just like no doors will ever open up. Okay. And we just go from one door to the next door to the next door. Nothing seems to open up for us. And it just, everything just seems to tumble down on us, right? The storms of life. So we're working on that. And in the midst of that is being able to help people through therapeutic modalities to really break through their own mindset in this coaching content of past childhood trauma, past trauma in, a, in adulthood that kept them from moving forward. Okay. I'm going to share an example why I am doing this. In 2003, I wanted to start my own gym. I wanted to buy into a gym franchise. Okay. I got approved of the franchise and I had a business partner that was going to help me out. I needed an investor. I got, a, I got approved for the franchise. I was ready to go. And my investor backed out on me just like that overnight. Okay. And I was crushed. I didn't know what to do. This was starting a business was all brand new and for, to me. Now, 2003 timeframe, when it came into the fitness industry, you only had big, major, or even small mom and pop gyms. Okay. World's gym, Gold's gym was just really kicking off. You didn't have anything else. 
Okay. You didn't have any time fitness, snap fitness, planet fitness, none of that stuff. Okay. And this is what my friend told me. He said, this is a guy that owned his own tile business, putting down tile flooring, non-related to working out. Okay. He said, Joseph, 2003 now. So none of these other gyms existed. He said, why don't you start a 24 hour keyed access gym? I said, what do you mean? He says, well, people can access it 24 hours a day. And Brandon, this was the immediate words out of my mouth. It will never take because insurances will never approve it. Limiting belief system kept me, I call it my billion dollar uh, mistake, okay? Because if I wouldn't be a multimillionaire from it, I'd be a billionaire from it. Because what do you have everywhere? Every gym now opens up today with 24-hour access. Or also it's called 24-hour gym. 24-hour gym, yeah. You know, so I miss that. And what I'm doing now, okay, I didn't realize I still had rejection issues until after my wife passed away and I tried to start dating again. And then all the things that I came up as a, that had, I had issues as a child that I never healed from, that I suppressed over time, now started resurfacing. And all that limiting belief system started popping up. I, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And we're taking people from that, that, from that childhood, from that trauma, from that adulthood, and taking them from where they're at to where they need to be in life. And that's what we're working on over the next 12 months. And it's going to be epic, brother. It's going to be big. You know, it's going to be centered around the podcast. It's going to be centered around, you know, the coaching, a life coaching, things like that. You know, going through therapeutic modalities, not just therapy. Okay. But things that people can do for themselves without having to call up. Hey, I need to set an appointment. It's going to cost me 200 bucks. No, you're going to be able to do this out of your own chair in your own home at any time that you want. Okay. And then the other thing on the dog's training side is we're going to be working on franchising. We're, nice. we're scaling this business and we're, we've been doing this, been working on creating a playbook for the last year and we'll complete it by the end of this year. And uh, we've partnered up with some other major companies to help us out do this, but we'll be able to franchise and we'll be able to really hit that eight, nine and 10 figures. Love it. Beautiful, beautiful. Love what is in the works. All right. Last one. Yeah. What is a right. tip, a tactic, an actionable item that if anyone listening to this right now implemented it over the next 30, 60, 90 days, would see a real impact on their personal or business life? I'm going to keep it simple. Simple is always best. Really simple, okay? If you thought about a business, if you have a business, if you're in the middle of a business, whatever the case is, okay? Stop procrastinating about what you think you want to happen, don't want to do, being perfect, being perfect or whatever the case is, and just go and do it, okay? And the reason why I keep it simple is because so many people struggle with that. So many people think I want seven figures. Okay. Well, how are you going to get that? Let me tell you how I got seven figures, Brandon. Okay. Seven figures is a million dollars, right? I need to do a million dollars in a year. Well, there's 12 months in a year, 12 months divided by a million is $83,333 and 33 cents a year, a month. Okay. Well, out of 365 days is $2,739 and 37 cents. Until I knew those numbers, I didn't know how easy it was to make a million dollars. When I started doing that, then I started visualizing. So if people will do this, I'll even back up. If you will start visualizing what you want, and I'm not just saying I want a million dollars. That's easy. I'm talking about down to the detail, okay? I need $83,333.33 a month. That means I need to make $2,739 a day. That means for me and my product, I need to sell X amount of dogs per day to be able to get this amount of money. Okay. And guess what? We're doing it. We're doing it. Beautiful. We're doing it. But I had to start visualizing. So visualize 
what you want, not just a vision board. I have a boat on my vision board. That's easy. I have a plane on my vision board, but I've got to get specific on how I need to go about getting it. Yes. It's not just make money. Homeless people make money, but they have no vision. They can't visualize. If I went homeless right now, man, I already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to beg for $5. I'm going to go ask for $5. That's my first thing. I'm going to ask for $5. I am. And then I'm going to carry my butt over to Walmart and I'm going to buy a 24 pack of water for $4.98. Okay. And then I'm going to sell those dollar, those bottles of water for a dollar a piece. And then I'm going to take my $5 and I'm going to go buy 24 more waters until I build myself out of the hole. That is detailed vision. Not, I hope one day I'm going to make money again. Anybody can do that. Get specific about your vision when it comes to starting the business, being in the business, growing the business to another level, and then start doing it. I am a king. Let me take that back. I was a king of perfectionism and procrastination. And all they have to do with is fear. When I broke that over myself, things started happening in my life. Yeah, sometimes you have to take the plane off without having a captain, without having a wing. The the part of it's on fire and you don't have any wheels, but you got to take off. Action, yeah. implement, move forward, surround yourself with the right people. We have got the creator and I want you to go over and check out his podcast. We've got the creator of Purpose Through Pain, Joseph James. Joseph, man, thank you so much for what you brought to the show today. Thanks, brother. I am so honored, man. And um, I just I believe that uh, you know you're doing some amazing things. I'm so grateful for it. So grateful for you being in my life. I appreciate your friendship, and look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks, Joseph. Talk to you, brother. Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.